How do you explain to a three-year-old that you're not with his father because you guys got divorced? Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Mommy Coach Podcast. My name is Myra Beltran, and I'm your host. So today, I'm going to talk to you guys, and hopefully the sound is not too off or crazy. I'm actually coming to you guys from my car. I am at work. I took a little break because I really wanted to take the time to record this podcast I or this episode. I was supposed to go live with this on Monday. However, it's been really crazy for me these last couple days since I got back from Las Vegas. I really needed to take the time to rest. I needed to reflect on some things and just to kind of let you in on some things for those of you who have been following me for a long time know that I'm in I'm married um but I'm in a long distance marriage my husband lives in Las Vegas and I live here in Los Angeles and so we go back to back and forth a lot I fly out there he comes down here or I'll drive out there and this time I chose to drive I drove Friday night I got there like after midnight and then I spent the whole weekend there and then I drove back on Sunday and the the drive is always long I mean you guys know if you guys live in the LA area and you guys drive to Vegas you guys know how long that drive is it's not a fun drive it's um it's very you know there isn't much around just a bunch of desert and like you know you have your like little pockets of little towns that you go through but really, when everyone is trying to come back from Vegas, they just want to come back. They don't care about the, you know, the thermometer or anything like that. You just want to get home. And so I use I usually use that time to, like, reflect on, you know, what's going to happen once I get home. And so being that I am in, a, in you know, there we are far apart from each other, I just start thinking about, you know, I get a little overwhelmed that, you know, like the time is not going fast enough and yet at the same time it's going by really fast. So there's always that like, um, I hate leaving, but like, I love going home to my kids type of thing. And I just, you know, I just, I just pray and I wish like the day, the time would come when we're just all together under one, under one roof. So that's usually what goes on in my head. And then like Monday came and I said, okay, I need to record the podcast. And it was a, it's, it's been kind of difficult to record it because it's a, it's a very sensitive um, subject for me. Talking about divorce, talking about you know how I brought that divorce into how I talked about it with my kids. It's not easy to talk about something like this with a six-year-old. Um, so let's let's just jump into it instead of dancing around the subject let's just hop in so when the first time that Frankie started asking questions about his dad and being divorced or not divorced but he didn't use the word divorce but just being apart was probably around the time that my brother was getting married and we traveled to Cancun for the wedding and so there was a whole aspect of the wedding, you know, he saw the ceremony, he saw, you know, you know, my sister-in-law in a dress, my brother in a, in a suit, and he saw the first dance, and like, you know, that whole, the whole element, of, it was a beautiful wedding, by the way, and 
he saw everything and 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 wanted to be a part of it and so he asked me what how is it that you know did you dance with with my daddy when you got married and did you wear a dress when you got married what did your dress look like and um how was your hair and he started asking questions and I you know I would talk to him about it and then I said one day I said you know what I have a you want to do you want to see pictures of of my wedding day and he said yeah um I do so we sat down together um just us two on the couch and I opened up the wedding album yes I still have my wedding album and we looked through it and it was it was nice to see him look through something and and see uh you know me dressed up I I just feel like you know looking back at those pictures I just feel like that was just I was in another space like I was just it was just it feels like another life like it was another lifetime almost and I looked through the pictures and you know it just takes me back to that moment and he loved it he asked questions about his daddy he asked about you know me and he got to see my dad and got to see uh, my siblings and, and his other family and you know all together just having a great time and he was like, oh, okay, and um, and now, you know, we're not, and then he said, oh, and now you guys don't live together, and I said, no, I'm like, we don't live together, we were married, I'm like, but we're not married anymore, now your daddy lives over there, and I live over here, and, you know, now we have Jacob, and now, you know, we have, just, it's different now, it's a different life, and he's like, oh, okay, and then, you know, months will pass, and he'll ask, oh, um, with my daddy, did you do this, and did you, you guys used to go that, and did you used to do this, and so I have an, I have a scrapbook that I kept when I was um, dating his father. I made a scrapbook for him. And so the scrapbooks were really in back then, <laughs> in like like the mid-2000s, like 2005, 2006-ish, around there. So I showed him the scrapbook, and he, again, loved it, loved that. I showed pictures of us. We went camping and we would go to Laker games together, and we would go to Disneyland, and we went whale watching for one of our first dates, and I have all those pictures, and he loves looking at them, he loves seeing, he loves seeing and asking questions about that day, and you know, I would say things like, oh, your daddy got seasick, or something like that, and he loves it, you know, because it's like, he gets like a first glimpse at something that like, you know, he realized there was another life before I was born, there was something else that was going on and my mommy and my daddy were friends and my mommy and daddy used to talk and you know it wasn't like how it is now and so as he gets older he starts asking questions he starts seeing the you know he's he's um he's observant so he's he observes the way that we talk to each other he observes the way that we look at each other um, or don't look at each other and you know all of that is registering in his head so Part of one of the stipulations that were put upon us was that we needed to go to attend therapy together, which I think was a great idea because it allowed me to look at this relationship and to look at the bigger picture. I, I'm not going to say that I'm a saint because I'm not. I have my flaws. I'm not perfect. And maybe sometimes I don't make the, the best decisions because I'm afraid and I'm scared of the outcome or what it's going to or how this person is going to react or what this person is going to say to me 
So I'd rather just not say anything and I put up a wall. That is something that I have to work on. And that I think that's something that maybe a lot of people have to look on when look work on when they're in a situation like this when they're co excuse me co-parenting. It's not easy. It's not easy to co-parent. It's not easy to to have a child and have to you know take him back and forth between you guys and make it so it's not like um like a rough trans transition when you're coming between between homes. Also, you have um, the cultural differences because I'm Mexican. We speak Spanish at home. We, you know, it's a different life. And he, my ex-husband, is Filipino. So it's a different, a different dynamic. Um, yes, there are a lot of like, um, there are some similarities, but still it's a very different language. It's a very different, uh, a very different culture, different, uh, you know, different ways of raising you know, your children, it's just, everything's different, and it's very different the way that he was raised to the way that I was raised, so, um, they are a very united family, and just like most Hispanic families, they are, but we aren't, we are united, like, like within my siblings, and then like my mom, and then like, like my mom's family, like we're very close together, unfortunately, my dad's family, we're not as close as I would like to be, so, you know, them, it's like they're all together all the time, and there's a lot of them. He has a huge family. So, in that aspect, things are different. So, trying to keep things um, similar, like, you know, along the same lines has been a little difficult. Um, you know, the food's different, like, just so, things like that. And, of course, the language is different. So, when my son says, you know, I, I do this at my daddy's house, I don't do this. That was something that we had to work at in therapy, like trying to keep everything the same. And so now that my son is older, he says, oh, yeah, I do. I do eat vegetables at my daddy's house. And I said, oh, you do? And then I have to ask him, did you give him vegetables? And he'll say, no, I didn't. So just trying to work on the communication is just like number one, just like little simple things like that, things that I know that I have to work on. And so how do you one of the questions that I ask myself is like, how do you continue the communication? A, when you don't really want to talk to this person because you have priors, (laughs) the relationship hasn't been the best. And two, how do you make it so that you are sending this person love and positive energy, even though you'd much rather not because it wasn't an ideal situation our situation, our co-parenting, you know, we're really trying to work on it. it, hasn't been the best. And I know that there are a lot of families out there that are able to do things with their ex-husbands um, or husbands or wives where they're able to do things together. Unfortunately, we are not at that place yet. It doesn't mean that I don't want to. Of course I want to, but it just hasn't happened yet. And so how do you continue to send this person love and positive energy? And it takes time to learn how to do this. You don't automatically just one day wake up, you snap your fingers, and then you guys are like best friends and we're holding hands. And that was something that I brought up in therapy was, you know, I, you know, I I don't need him to be, you know, braiding my hair at night, you know, and telling each other secrets, but I would love to, to come to a place where we could both be respectful to each other and to our, 
our families and respect you know respect him as a as um the father of my son and him respect me as the mother that's all i'm asking for i would love for us to one day sit around um, my dinner table and have him come to my house and have dinner with uh, with our family i know that santiago um, or frankie uh, uh, my son would love that and that is the goal that is the goal and that's the vision that i have in my head and i hold that very 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 high because that's what i want so the way that you that i've done this is that i just take things step by step little by little i try to to put my differences aside and be just very genuine and just try to just you know be the mom and just be be the 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 mom that takes my son to soccer practice and you know kind of like be there for my son and say yeah i'm here you know yeah you did great you know clap or you know you when we go to parent conferences together like we sit next to each other and like i you know we celebrate try to celebrate our son's accomplishments because he is part of the accomplishments just as much as I am a part of them too. So being able to share our son's celebrations um, in a way where our son can look at us and say, wow, like, you know, I'm, I made my parents proud. You know, I'm, I'm doing so good in school and, and my parents are here. Both of them are, are seeing how great I'm doing. Um, because your son or your, or your child is the one that's receiving all that love your child is watching you your child is listening to the conversations that you're having with other people even though you think that they're not listening even if you think that you're talking in code um they're still listening and the kids crack the code they know exactly what you're talking about so if you are in a relationship like this where you are you do have to co-parent um just try to be mindful that your children are observing everything and they are learning from you you know, they're learning that like, okay, this is the way that you're supposed to love your child. This is the way that you're supposed to be a parent. And then that registers in their head. Then they grow up to be 30 something year old men and they have children of their own. Like hopefully this doesn't happen to him or he has to be divorced or anything like this. But you know, then now he'll know, okay, this is the way that my mom handled it. This is the way that my dad handled it. And I hope it's a, in a positive way. It takes time, okay? Like I said, you don't just automatically snap your fingers and like you're you're okay it takes time to do all of this stuff and to learn that you need to be respectful of each other i've learned things the hard way and i've learned to have to like really calm down um when i'm writing a you know my ex a, a, a text message or you know talking to him in person and like just really just try to put my differences aside and just be the bigger person um, I've have talked to other people that said, you know, you don't need to, you don't have to say that. You don't need to do that. Like, you know, he doesn't, you know, treat you the same way. He doesn't give you the same amount of respect. Why would you go out of your way to do that? And it's not because I'm doing it because of him to please him. I'm doing it because I feel good knowing that I did my best. I feel good knowing that this is the way that I was taught. Um, my parents showed me respect, taught me respect, and that you have to respect others no matter what. And yes, there is a limit, but when you're dealing again with a parent, you're dealing with the other person, you're dealing with your ex and the father of your child, you do have to be a little bit more respectful. And I've had to learn that. So I encourage you guys to be mindful of, of your actions, be mindful of the way that you talk to your child about the other parent. You know, let them know that there was another life before 
before this your child came and it was a good life think about it you guys weren't at each other's throats the whole time you guys loved each other at one point you guys had respect for each other you guys would have done anything to protect this person you guys would have moved mountains for each other and now you can't even you know move an inch so i encourage you guys to please take that message and it's a learning process for me as well i am continuing to learn but i'm happy to learn i'm happy to do better because at the end of the day the one that's going to be receiving all of this the one that's going to be benefiting from the the relationship that you have with your with their parent is your child so thank you very much it, um it was a very difficult um, episode for me to record but i'm glad that i did i think i just needed to get out of my head I needed to get out of my studio, aka my bedroom, <laughs> and just kind of let it go and 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 talk and talk to you guys and really make it a point to get the right information out there without getting emotional. Um, you guys can follow me at in on Instagram at Myra Mommy Coach, or you guys know you guys could go onto my website and send me um, a message on there at um, MyraMommyCoach.com. I hope to talk to you guys really soon. I'm going to be back with another mini episode later on this week. My schedule got so like crazy with that little break I took. Um, I, I just really needed to rest. I really needed to, to really think about things and reflect on some stuff. And But now I'm ready and um, we're just going to keep chugging along. So if you guys have any ideas for episodes, please send me a DM on Instagram you guys know that I'll take them into consideration and I love feedback. Also, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please, if you guys could please write me a review and rate me, that really um, would help me a lot. Um, it helps other people find the podcast. Thank you very much and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.